All right, welcome back to the emergency goalies. And, you know, I guess I'll just start out with a simple message. I don't like it. I don't love it. And I don't want any more of it. That's a pretty good way for me to lead into this Nashville game, which, I mean, we'll, we'll start first. They split, you know, two games against the Red Wings, which wasn't great. You, you'd want to win all those points, but... Luckily, Nashville have lost both of the games they played, so the Hawks are only two back. But yeah, they can just—they cannot play Nashville. I don't know what else to say. I mean, Nashville's got a hot goalie, and they play a structurally sound brand of hockey, which are two things that are. Um, well, I mean, Nashville's been beating everybody. Uh, so it's, you know, it's two things which are difficult for any team to overcome, but in, in particular, it's difficult for the Blackhawks to overcome given their lack of firepower and their tendency for their own structural breakdowns. Uh, it's the, it's just not a good matchup for the Blackhawks, the, the Predators, are a team that feasts on the other team making mistakes and turning the puck over in, you know, in the neutral zone and the Blackhawks just play right into that. And on top of that, the Blackhawks had the issue of for the third time in five games, they had a defenseman get injured early in the first period, which knocked them down to 5D and it really just seemed to throw them into disarray. Yeah, it was a cow knock this time. Yes, their defensive zone coverage was abysmal. Uh, there were so many guys left open uh, in front of the net. And even when uh, you did have a guy from the Blackhawks covering, um, you know, a man in front of the net, they often got on the wrong side of them or weren't tying up the stick appropriately. And it just, it was a very ugly performance. Well, you know, carrying over our um, conversation from last week, Zadorov did not earn himself any money three street games. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. This is, you know, he, he got benched for the one game. Uh, he did get right back into the lineup after that possibly due to injuries to other players uh, with, you know, Boquist going out to Han missing some games as well in there. But yeah, Zadorov has not performed well since he got back in the lineup. Um, I think of, of these three games, there was one where he was decent, but he was, he was bad in the Nashville game, but honestly, everyone, everyone was, yeah. All of them were, I mean, I, I think every single one of them with the exception of Kalanuk who, you know, barely played was like directly responsible for a goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, Duncan Keith made a terrible pass at the blue line, which led to a breakaway that they scored on Calvin DeHaan made a terrible mm -hmm. um, backhand clearing attempt that got picked off and led to a goal. And, you know, part of that, like DeHaan was having to play on the right side to cover for Kalanuk. And so, you know, that's, that's not his normal side, but again, you know, he, he didn't make the play and, you know, it led to a goal. Zadorov lost a man in front of mm -hmm. the net, led to a goal. 
Um, uh, Murphy lost his helmet. Murphy lost his helmet, you know, not really his fault, but, you know, the fact that he had to go to the bench led to a goal. Um, you know, I, 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 I think uh, in hindsight, uh, his comment after the game where he's like, you know, I, I think the next time that happens, That'd I might just go ahead and take the penalty um, and stay out there. And, you know, I can't really argue with that, but at the same time, I can't blame him for, Mm-hmm. you know for that outcome but yeah just ugh, it was not what you wanted to see yeah everything um, that could could go wrong basically did in that game yeah you know and then on top of it you know we talked about recently Blackhawks getting a little more speed in the lineup and that helped them a little bit but last minute Brandon Hagel had to be scratched from the lineup because yeah uh, uh false positive and the second false positive in like a week for him, which is like, yeah, I don't know the odds on that. Right. So, I mean, you know, do uh, the Blackhawks are assuming it's a false positive, but uh, you know, can we actually, you know, they were like, Oh, we need to get one more test to prove it was a false mm-hmm. positive. Well, the one more test could also prove it was a real positive. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I understand their, their hope in that regard, but it yeah, just, yeah. You know that that is what it is. That's that's uh, uh, the world we live in right now. So every team is dealing with things like that. But um, for a team like the Blackhawks that have so little speed, um, to not only lose Hagel but then lose Kalinuk, yeah, <laughs> you know, right away in the game. He, I mean, he's really the only defenseman that can skate. Yeah, you don't <laughs> so. want to lose any. You don't want to lose any defenseman, but right, Kalinuk has been playing the best. Other than Boquist, who's already out, of anyone they've had, so it's yeah, yeah, not the guy you want to lose. So yeah, it was just a a, <laughs> a, yes. a very forgettable game. Uh, if I had to draw one positive out of it, um, in some of the quote unquote big games that the Blackhawks have had to play, um you know, in, in recent stretches, we've seen them come out and be a little passive and not very aggressive. I don't think that was an issue last night. Uh, effort wasn't a problem. It was just low hockey IQ and bad plays, weak clearing attempts, that sort of Mm -hmm. thing that doomed them, not, not a lack of hustle. Well, I was going to ask you about um, something that I saw a couple weeks ago, but I never mentioned it, but it was um, the comments by Murphy about being fragile. Like he felt the team was fragile and if anything went wrong, they would crumble, but Colleton pushed back on that. But I wonder if that is, we never really talked about it, but. I, I think there's probably some truth to it, you know, I mean, there are obviously a couple of guys that I wouldn't uh, peg with that label. I mean, obviously Patrick Kane, Duncan mm-hmm. Keith, we, you know, we know confidence isn't an issue with those guys. Um, and, you know, there's, it, it certainly wouldn't be something team-wide that I would say, but you know, in general, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's a valid concern. I'm, 
Um, you know, some of their veterans like Connor Murphy never, Mm -hmm. well, until last year, he had never played in a playoff game. You know, he's never been on winning teams. Uh, you know, and then, you know, that's always a concern with young players who are still trying to find their footing in, you know, just like a regular season game to then have to play in, you know, an important, uh, regular season game. Mm -hmm. Do they maybe, yeah, have a little less confidence or, you know, when the first thing goes wrong, does it? Yeah, because, you know, the thing that really brought it to mind was the first Detroit game. Because, you know, they weren't, they didn't play good in that game. But Mm -hmm. there was that, the first goal, I believe it was the first goal, maybe the second goal, the one that Lankinen um, tried to punch with his blocker and rolled over into the net. And it really did seem like their play really dropped after that. Yeah. You know, it was like a Lincoln and doesn't usually give up soft goals. And that was a soft goal. And it seemed like they just kind of got stunned by it. But yeah. And again, I just, with Lankin in, well, with any goalie, it's hard to say, you know, uh, you know, is it mental breakdowns mm-hmm. like that? Or is it a matter of, you know, he's never, he's not used to this type of workload, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially in a condensed season like this, where you're playing so many games in such a short amount of time. Uh, I do think there's been sort of an un, <clears throat> an unfair load being put mm-hmm. on Kevin Lankinen's shoulders this year. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you're saying. Excuse me. Uh, you know, I mean, this is not a good five on five team. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Blackhawks were winning, they were getting propped up by, uh, you know, an unsustainable power play that was, mm-hmm. you know, at the time top two or three in the league. Um, now we've seen it slide down to, I think they're like seventh or eighth now. Um, and then they were also getting propped up by Lankin and playing probably a little bit above his head. Yes. Um, you know, now the, we've seen a regression to the mean in both the goaltending with their save percentages and that, and with the power play. And part of that is, you know, they're playing better teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they, we obviously went out, came out of that uh, killer month of March where we played so many of the top teams in the central, but, you know, even coming out of March now, yeah, it's still been hard. Yes. Yeah. We thought, you know, April looked better, but you know, Detroit's been playing better and they've been yeah, beating they've good teams. The best Nashville, there. Yeah. The best stretch yeah. of their season. Exactly. Detroit, yeah. So. De- Detroit's playing their best. Nashville's playing lights out against everybody. And, you know, two months ago when we looked at this stretch, it was like, oh, three straight games against mm-hmm. Nashville. Two months ago, Nashville was playing terrible. And yeah, so we thought, oh, back. yeah, Blackhawks yeah. can, you know, uh, maybe well, rack I, up some points. You know, Nashville was. I ex- remember, yeah. Hopefully, Nashville will break up. Yeah, they you trade know, everybody and they're going to trade Ekholm. They're going to trade, you know, you know, this guy and this guy. But phew, nope, that didn't happen. They don't and even have Forsberg. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they've really turned their season around, and unfortunately, it's come at the Blackhawks' expense. But you know, silver lining in all this is we knew the Blackhawks were playing over their head a little mm-hmm. bit missing the playoff, you know, when going to the playoffs would have been a nice little bonus, bonus yeah. a nice little reward. 
but honestly, it's not the worst thing in the world for the Blackhawks to miss the playoffs. And it wouldn't even be the worst thing in the world if they drop a bunch of their final 10 games here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think they've already slid back to like 11th, the 11th or 12th pick in the draft. I, it certainly wouldn't be bad for the Blackhawks future if, if they actually dropped a few more games mm-hmm. and, and managed to move up into, you know, the eighth or something yep. sp- slot for the lottery and potentially give themselves a slightly better chance of landing, uh, you know, one of the top two picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, but let's put it this way. If you're a cockeyed optimist that, you know, still wants to believe in the team, well, you can, but they have to win these two games Yeah, in regulation. Yeah. So coming up, if they do that, they can, still yeah. in it. of course, the stars are now tied with them too, but. Right. But yeah, that's, that's it. Because if they drop either of these games, you're like five or six points down and it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, if they drop these next two games or even if they split these next two games, I mean, I guess if they split the next two games, I can see, oh, you know, they still got to kind of keep the veterans in there for, you know, the following couple of games, just in case something unusual happens to Nashville and, and Dallas. But if they drop these next two games, yeah, they're, um, they're I wouldn't out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to see them call Nicholas Baudin back up. I'd like mm-hmm. to see Ian Mitchell get back in there. You know, even if there were games where, you know, we're dressing Duncan Keith, Connor Murphy and four rookies, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. Yes. Um, I think that would be a, a, a good, uh, strategy for the final five or six games where get these guys a little bit of experience and if it goes poorly again it's not the worst thing in the world to lose some games and and get a better draft position and the same goes with the forwards get Mackenzie Entwistle up here get Reese Johnson up here uh let uh that uh Mike Hardman guy that they signed out of college get him a game or two you know uh I like David Camp he doesn't need to play the last five games (laughs) You know, uh, same with Ryan Carpenter, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it, those guys are not going to be part of the Blackhawks mm-hmm. next, you know, yes. uh, window of contention. So I'm, I'm more than willing to sit them for a few games to, uh, uh, you know, let some young guys get an opportunity mm-hmm. and see how that goes. But yeah, you know. Uh, it'll all get determined over these next two games for the most part. Um, you know, how, how those final games should play out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, don't get yeah. me wrong. I would love it if they did win both in regulation and we're yeah, right I'm, back I'm in all, it. But. I'm all for competitive hockey. I mean, you know, let's, uh, I'm not, I haven't given up on it, but you know, the at the same time, I, yeah, I, I'm being realistic that, you know, this team is not, as good as Nashville and they're not mm-hmm. as good as Dallas. So the, the, the odds of them beating out both of them are not great at this point. No. Um, you know, a month ago when the Blackhawks still had a little bit of a cushion, it seemed a lot it. more reasonable, but with the, the, the role that Nashville's been on, uh, it just, you know, they closed the gap and mm-hmm. passed us. And, uh, you know, honestly, they deserve to pass yes. the Blackhawks. So, you know, the actual funny thing is that 
make them up down to the Blackhawks, like determining Dallas and Nashville because they play Dallas to end the year. Right. Yeah. They, they got might these be two spoilers. games against Nashville and then the final two games against Dallas. So yeah, uh, they can play spoiler either way or spoiler for both. Hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you win all four of those games. You can stay in it. Yep. But well, you'll, you need a better effort than the last game. Yes. That was not, they were not playing winning hockey, but it would also be nice to keep six healthy defensemen in the lineup mm-hmm. for an entire game. You know, it's kind of, I've been thinking about it. I was thinking about it after that last game. It really was like Nashville has been stalking the Blackhawks all these years. They almost got them, almost got them. The matchup was always perfect yeah. for Nashville. And the Blackhawks would survive and win the Stanley Cup. But once they got the edge on them, they've been rough on the Blackhawks since. I mean, the numbers are... They're talking about the record against the Predators the last four years. It's just like, it's bad. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, I mean, really since that uh, sweep in mm-hmm. the first round of the playoffs in 2016, I think that was. Yeah. Am I, am I misremembering the year on that? But I think um, it was 2016. 2016 or 17. I can't remember. Might have been 17. You're right. Because they got beat by the Blues the year. Blues, the, yeah, the year after the Cup. So, yeah, it must have been 17. So, yeah, that, that sounds right. But, yeah, I mean, uh, not not too much left in the season. You got to gotta get the wins now. Um, I don't I don't really know what else to add to that. Um, yeah, it's kind of – Be nice if done – Yeah. Oh. So I was Go thinking ahead. what else can we talk about, but – it's not really much going on other than they got to win these games. But. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, uh, after the loss, did I, did I spend a little bit of time looking at uh, the NHL draft a little bit and started to mentally prepare myself for uh, starting to research mm-hmm. guys and see who my preferences would be and that sort of thing, but haven't really gotten to dig into it too much yet. Yeah. The uh, U18 tournament starts next week, mm-hmm. so that'll get scouting give me a bit of a distraction in case the Blackhawks are not uh, mm-hmm. playing important games at that point. But yep, yeah, well, get, uh, yeah. There's not much to to add on. No, I mean uh, we just got to see how it plays out. Yep, I will alert the listeners that Michael probably won't be on the next episode, but. Correct. I am. I am. I am moving. Um, sold my house and uh, I closed on my house next week. So kind of in the process of finalizing that. So probably will not be available for the podcast next week. Yes. Just to, not to get people too excited. I am in negotiations with our friend Katie Drzinski, but we haven't confirmed that she's going to be my co-host for the next episode. But we will. I will be here either alone or with a co- co-host but michael will, will be back the week after and maybe we can talk about the playoff run but probably maybe. draft yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not hopeful at this point but i also haven't given up hope yep it's a good way to put it um 
Of course, Michael, on Twitter, you are? MJ underscore Ernst. I am STH85 on Twitter, and you can subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app, and we're going to be here, and even moving and all that other stuff, the Blackhawks win or lose, we're going to be here, and hopefully it's, it's some wins, but if not, we'll be here to tell you about it, and as always, go Hawks.